0: Welcome to Lockdown Blues. And again, you guys, I just want to thank you for all of the support over the past couple episodes. But today we're going to be talking about some exciting things. We have some draft prospects to talk about. And today we have Cameron Allen. So we're going to touch on him. We're also going to talk about captaincy. Should the Blues even have a captain going to the season? And if so, who should it be? And then lastly, we're going to talk about the goaltender situation and we honor our boy, Jordan Vingenton, is one of the best in the league. But, you know, he's 29 now. And while he did sign a six-year contract in uh, 2021, the future of backup goalies is now taking place. So we need to find a solid backup. And this is all coming up on Locked on Blues. Your Locked on Blues. Your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team, every day. First off, thank you guys for making Locked On Blues your first listen every day. So I know I kind of teased this, but we're going to be talking about Cameron Allen. And this is a guy that I think the Blues should take with their 29th overall pick. The Blues, they have, you know, the 10th overall, the 25th overall, but I truly believe that Allen would be such a solid 29th overall. And we're going to be talking about, you know, guys that I like for the 10th overall. We talked about Axel, um, a couple of days ago, but we also need to touch on the guys that they could get with the 25th and 29th overall. And Cameron Allen is such a fun (laughs) person to have done research on, and he did amazing at the Combine, by the way, um. His athletic ability is insane. He won a lot of the events. And that's a huge thing because he was the one name that would consistently come up. So Cameron Allen is one of those guys that is going to make a huge impact if he is drafted to the St. Louis Blues. I know what you're thinking. A lot of the reports had him going maybe in the second round. And okay, when you have a guy that's on the fence, I know what you're thinking. You know, get the best guys possible that are sale of, uh, um, available, which the Blues should do. But at the same time, this guy has such great talent, and he is one of the best defenders in this draft. Um, I know Axel, solid defender. And we're going to talk again about the guys that I like offensively. But I'm just in such a defensive kind of mode. I don't know why. Like I'm just all defender. And I feel like this is the problem that I noticed with the blues this season was the defense just wasn't as good. But we're gonna be talking about offensive guys as well. So do not worry. We're gonna be talking a lot of prospects. So if you're somebody like me who loves prospects, who loves learning about prospects and is just intrigued about this whole process you're gonna love the next couple weeks of locked on blues here with your locked on podcast network all right so who is cameron allen cameron allen is from toronto so from toronto canada ontario um he is a defender who shoots right Cameron Allen is 5'11", and he weighs 190 pounds, which is perfect. This is what I like to see. The 5'11 thing doesn't concern me because with skates and padding, like you're going to be a little bit taller on the ice. But I feel like he just fits the profile of being such a good defender. So he played in 2022-2023 for his team, the Gulf Storm, in the OHL. He had an incredible rookie season, and one thing about Cameron that I like is 13 goals and he accumulated 37 points. This is huge for a defender in the, um, just in general. Any defender that's getting 13 goals, come on. that That's kind of solid. So I like that. Now we're going to also talk about an injury because he had an injury late December that um, he had to miss six games. Not ideal. But what is ideal is that he was the captain of Team Canada at the U18s, and he is just a natural leader, and I like that. When you have a guy that already took on that role of captaincy while it was at a much you know lower level than the NHL, but he is a leader on the ice, and that is so important for the growth of the St. Louis Blues is to have a guy that is a leader, and we see that already with some of the guys on the team. But that's something I really liked about um, Mr. Cameron Allen. So pros, he is willing to shoot the puck. He is not afraid to shoot. I can tell you that, folks, watching his tapes. And this is something that also hurts him as well, because sometimes I feel like he makes too many moves on plays But the fact that he is willing to shoot the puck is so important to the success of his teams that he plays on. And, you know, his team didn't play the best, okay? But he was one of the big bright spots from his team. So I do like that about him. He's willing to take those chances regardless that, you know, it may not be the best decision. He is still willing to do that. And I feel like playing in a level like the OHL where a lot of these guys, they're being looked at to see if they can make it to the NHL. Um, and he's putting himself out there. I think that is a great sign. So I like that about um, Cam. He also has great mobility, and we saw this too at the Combine, that he is such an athletic kid, and there is so much that he can do um, with his athleticism. So that's another positive. He's offensive-minded, folks, and I just touched on that with the fact that he was willing to shoot the puck, willing to take those chances. But when you have a guy that is offensive-minded – that is a guy that you want on your team. And for the Blues especially, I feel like having such a solid defender, a big body, he's able to make you know good plays defensively, but then offensively as well. He's willing to go up the blue line, make some plays, and then boom, get you some points. And 37 points, that's a lot for a defender. So I don't want anyone to tell me that this kid is afraid because he is not afraid. He did have some confidence issues and things like that back in his younger days of play, which it's not the best, but he definitely worked through that. And he's proving himself time and time again, especially at this position of being the captain for um Team Canada, UA teens, and just the fact that he is a natural leader and he takes control when he's on the ice. And that's another thing when you look back at his tapes and you watch him play for the um storm. He takes such control on the ice, and he makes the ice its own. And that is something about Mr. Cameron that I think will accumulate well to the NHL. Now, I still think that he's a guy that's going to need a year or so of development in the AHL, which, you know, a lot of guys do. You can't just come right out of the bat. I feel like even – see, Conor Bedard, that's interesting. With a guy like him, yeah, you could probably put him on your third or fourth line right away but most guys you do need that time to develop and it's a completely different game playing in the OHL compared to the NHL. So you definitely need that time to develop and player development in the NHL. It's weird. It's really weird because sometimes it takes only a couple of years and then sometimes it takes less than that. It just depends on the guy, but he's a guy that I think if the Blues drafted him at that 29th overall, he would be ready within the next year, year and a half. So that's a good thing. So his timeline actually is pretty solid. And I'm going to read you guys a quote from uh, Mr. Sean, I mean, not Sean, I was like Stephen Ellis. I don't know why I was like Sean, Sean, Stephen Ellis from the Daily Faceoff. And this is what he has to say about Allen. Allen has first pairing potential in the NHL and will be one of the first defensemen um, taken. Okay. Well, while I do agree that he does get taken early in the draft, I don't think that he's going to be the first defenseman taken. I think there's other guys that are obviously much better defenders. But what I will say about him is this. He is the guy that would work really well with the St. Louis Blues team. I feel like he would work well with Coach B. I feel like there's a lot of things that he would work um, well with. First pairing potential, you know, Over time, not right away, but I could definitely see that. I mean, right now, he's proving himself. He came out of an injury. He worked beyond hard to get back to where he is now, and I'm seeing a lot of positives about him. The only negative that I will say is that he does need to work on when he's um, playing one-on-one defensively. I think that he's a little sloppy. I don't want to say lackadaisical. I'm not going to say that he doesn't put in effort, but the sloppiness is there, but that's a something that will take time, and with the proper development, that can be fixed. But you have all these pros about Mr. Cameron Allen. You have all of these pros about this potential draft pick that the St. Louis Blues could have. What concerns me is this. Somebody else will snag him because he is projected. He's on the border of the first round and second round, okay? So when you have a guy that's on the border, and this is why I wanted to talk about that today with you guys, it's... It's hard because you don't know if other teams are strategizing. Oh, well, because he's projected to maybe go like very first pick of the second round. What if we take him at the 28th over? You know what I'm saying? I'm just giving you guys a little bit of a scenario. So I hope the Blues um, take him. I really like him. But again, if they take a defender with their 10th overall, do not take one with your 29th overall. I don't want them to take two defenders, and that's why we're having this conversation, because if they take some guy that's going to play center or a winger in the um, 10th overall position that they have, then, okay, I would be okay if they took then at 29th overall a defender, a 25th overall. I'm just still trying to get those guys that are going to help you score goals. So they need to take more guys, the winger position, just offense, offense. We need offense. But for 29th, if you had to choose a defender, then Cameron Allen is your guy. And I really like him. And that's like rare for me to say that I really see a player fitting on a team as well as I do. But I truly do see him fitting on this team. So I like him. Well, that was a lot on Cameron Allen, but I had a lot to talk about with him. I think that with this draft coming up and there were so many rumors and trades and all these things going on in the NHL. That the Blues, they're a team that's not out of it. They're a team that has three first round overall draft picks, which is huge. And this should be one of their best. I don't, I be careful, Hale. I think this will be their best draft that they have. I don't want to say franchise history, so I'm going to say best draft that they're going to have within the past 10 years. Okay. Like, look at me. I'm being, optimistic and positive today. All right. So before I talk about captaincy, I want to tell you guys about my friends over at eBay Motors. So for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay guaranteed fit, You can be sure every part you ride, um, you can make sure every, oh my gosh, why can't I speak today? No, I'm joking. I'm fine. Every ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors and with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time at all. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, get the right fit, and get the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit, only available. US customers, eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Whoa, look at me. Okay, nice. (laughs) Um, yeah, this podcast is all done in one take. So cool, but you know what? It got me to laugh. So that's fine. All right. Captain C the blues don't have a captain <laughs> uh, like we knew that, but the blues, they don't have a captain after um, uh left and went to Las Vegas, where he's playing tonight in game five of the Stanley cup where they could win it all him and Ivan. All right, next. Um, so the next question is, should there be a captain for the St. Louis blues? Do you think that it's relevant for this team to have one? Or do you think that it could be some guy that's on the team now, but maybe in a couple seasons? All right, so off the bat, who would I want to be the captain of the St. Louis Blues? Falk? Maybe a Braden Shen? Now, here's the problem. I heard some rumors that Ryan O'Reilly might be coming back to St. Louis. I cannot confirm it. I don't know if it's true. These are rumors, but if that's the case, make him the captain. I also think that you don't necessarily need a captain because what is leadership now? Leadership is about motivating the guys. It's about a taking initiative. Do you really need a captain for that? Well, I do agree in hockey. You should have a captain. Okay. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have a captain. I love captaincy. I love that. There's that one guy that will always be the leader of the team. I do think though, that the Blues would also be fine going another season without a captain. It's weird. It's a really weird scenario because in the past, I would say just name a guy automatically. But seeing how this team was this past season, it was some of their worst hockey that they played. Um, They've been in the playoffs since 2018, and this was the first time that they missed the playoffs since then. And I don't think any of the guys truly stepped up. I like Folk. I like him a lot. I think that he is a good leader, but I also am curious to see, and this is what I want to ask you guys So, my everydayers. Leave me a comment because I'm going to propose a question. With how bad last season was, do you think we will see who the captain is if the Blues don't have one this season based on the fact of which guy steps up to motivate the team to play better so they do get back in the playoffs? So if you don't understand what I just said was this, basically, I'm going to break it down a little bit. The guy on the team that steps up and says, listen, folks, they're going to be like, hey, listen, buddy. They're not going to call them folks. Hey, listen, we had a really bad season last year. We cannot do that again. We need to prove that we are a better team that can get into the postseason because we want to get back to that cup. If there is a guy on the team that is willing to take that initiative, willing to take that leadership and willing to take that fight, name him the captain. I wouldn't name somebody a captain just because, because what I saw was lackadaisical hockey. I didn't see good hockey out of St. Louis, and it sucks. After the day that we had yesterday, I was so excited. um I'm on like Facebook groups, and I was like posting different pictures of like and crying, and I'm like, oh man, these were the good days, and that was only four years ago. I want the blue so badly. To just get back on track. I don't want this to become a pattern. I don't want the Blues to fall and become one of the worst teams in the Central. I don't want that to happen. The Blues were the best of the West and they were the best of the league only four years ago. And now it's just becoming one of those things that the teams behind you are the Coyotes and the Blackhawks. Unacceptable. A captain is a guy that needs to look at what happened and make a decision. How can we step up? How can we perform better? What can we do to improve this team? And I do believe that a folk can do that. I really do. Now, I also like Shen a lot. Shen's another guy that I think has, you know, he has like, what, like five years or something here. I'm going to have to look into that some more. But his contract, he has time here. I don't want a captain for like one or two seasons. I want a captain that's going to be here three, four. I want consistency. And that's the one thing that really sucks about uh, Petrangelo leaving was he was our captain. We all loved him. We all loved his leadership. We loved his style of play. And obviously we're happy for him. I kind of, it sucks. I try to be, Um, but it sucks. It sucks when the guy that led your team is now gone and you don't have that specific leader. And That's what the blues need. So who do you think should be the captain of your St. Louis blues? I like folk a lot. I like Shen. Blay. I don't know. Like, see, like there's some of the guys where I'm like, I don't know how I feel about them as leaders as players. I can say that I like them, but as leaders, that's a different story. And that's not something that I want to say confidently here on this podcast of locked on blues, because I am not too sure about that, but Captaincy, that's an interesting one because I didn't want to go into another season without a captain, but I also don't want a captain just because we don't have a captain, if that makes sense. I wish we could do like interim captains like how we do with coaches because that would make things so much easier, but I wanted to touch on that. All right, so before we head into our final segment, St. Louis... I just want to let you guys know that you can follow locked on blues on Twitter as well at locked on blues. I am there tweeting all the time on the account and my own personal account. I'm going to point to the wrong direction. Oh no, wait, wait there. For those that are not watching on YouTube, you just missed me completely make a complete epic fail pointing to my little banner that I can't still do it. That has my Twitter handle, which is Haley T Simon. So For all of your hockey news, St. Louis, be sure to follow me there. I am on Facebook. Um, We have a page, Locked on Blues, but I would just honestly go to our Twitter. And then we have a TikTok as well, Locked on Blues on TikTok. So lots of blues content coming your way and a lot of reaction videos because your girl, she was a little upset last week about um, Panger leaving and now uh, I'm a little upset that We're not a cup contending team after celebrating four years yesterday. So a little upset about that. The last thing I want to talk about, and this is super important, and we're going to have a more detailed episode on this, is goaltenders. So Thomas Grice, right? Free agent now, 37 years old. He's gone. Jay Bennington, love him, 29 years old. He signed a six-year, 2021 for 36 million. So I believe that comes out to six million per year. If I'm doing my math right, I'm not a math person, but it's easy math on this one. So this is the problem. The NHL is such a backup goalie kind of league, and I know I talked about that in the beginning of the episode. But besides him, it's. I, I feel like we need – and I know I hate saying this because I don't want Jordan to leave, and I love him, and I love his play. Would it be such a bad thing to get a really good goaltender maybe through a trade just to have – I I don't want to replace – that's not what I'm saying. I don't want anyone to take this out of context, but just to have like a really solid backup goalie that could potentially – one day takeover. So I want somebody young. I don't want somebody that's older. I want somebody young. Goalies take a long time to develop. Um, They usually don't hit their peak until they're 28 to 31. So um, Bing and Tim is right in that range. So he's fine where he is right now. My concern is this. I don't want him overplaying too much. And I also would like a guy that's a little bit younger that has coachability. Okay, that's a good way to put it. I want a guy that would be easy to coach, a guy that would be able to just get the job done and want to learn from Binghamton because right now our team, we're fine when it comes to our goalies because of Binghamton, but without him, we're screwed. So it's how do we find a really good guy that's young and get something out of it? And rumors going around the NHL like crazy, crazy, crazy about, you know, different players potentially being traded, I'm not going to worry about that because I still think you can get a guy later on in the summer even. Um, that could be solid. But it's inter- it's an interesting conversation that we need to have. I know that I've been avoiding it. While this is only my third episode, I obviously have liked the Blues a lot longer than three episodes. So, um, but it's something that I've been thinking about is that You know, Jordan won't be around forever, and when he is gone one day, what are we going to do? And I want to be able to have that solid backup. I think backups are so crucial because you can't play a guy six games in a row. I mean, you can, but you might want to give him that break in the regular season, especially the beginning of the regular season. You don't want to overwork him. So it's all about that balance, but I really want to propose to you guys. My everydayers, please comment below because I am curious. Would you be okay with the Blues saying, you know what? Let's try to get a really young and coachable goalie um, to be Bigginton's backup. I think it would be kind of cool, actually. I think going the younger route would be a different approach. But I, this is the problem. When guys get older, and it's nothing against, you know, Thomas, it's nothing against those kind of guys. But when you have guys that are a little bit older – not as coachable. At 37 years old, I mean Greasy Yay. he wasn't gonna be as coachable. But if you get a young guy, he could be coachable and then he could learn from Biggenton and match it could happen. My mindset right now was how do we get St. Louis back into the postseason? And I'm brainstorming Ways. So that is my brainstorming idea of the day is maybe the whole goalie approach, going a little bit younger, a guy a little bit more coachable and uh I was going to say learnable, but I don't think that's a word at all. Also, my everydayers, I want you guys to know. I know some of you guys are like, who is she? You know, what's going on here? I am Haley. I don't know if if you didn't watch my first episode I did a couple days ago. I just want to do a really small intro again. My name is Haley Simon, and I work at Sports Radio, and I love the blues. I, you know, love hockey. And I will be your host going forward for here on Locked on Blues. And so many of you guys have reached out and been so kind with all of your words. And I am super excited about this podcast. And it's been doing really great. Um, like Seriously, like I cannot believe the response that we've gotten over the past couple episodes. So I just wanted to say again that, you know, feel free to follow us on Locked on Blues on Twitter, my own account, Haley T. Simon. That way we can have conversations. But I want you guys to know me feel comfortable because some of the things that you guys have been sharing with me. um, Oh, wow. Sorry, Chris um, Johnston just tweeted something about the sense. It's crazy. Um, But I want you guys to feel comfortable with me and tell me things. And some of the things that you guys share to me are so personal and awesome about what the blues mean to you. And I truly do love that. So we are one family here. You know, we went blues day was yesterday and I want, we went blues day to be, every day because look, even at work when i'm professional i'm still wearing my blue so i just wanted to say that to you guys and that i'm just super excited and thankful that um, i'm part of the locked on network so again you can find this anywhere where you listen to your podcast you can find us on youtube as well at locked on blues subscribe but that will be it for today's episode On tomorrow's episode you guys we already know we have some more prospect conversation And then we have a coaching conversation. So that will be tomorrow on Locked on Blues. All right, you guys, it's been fun and I will see you tomorrow.